of all the tea. I guess that's what you guys call it. I spill the tea. I fucking guzzle the tea and I go and spit it all over the place because I'm telling the truth. And that's the tea. Tea is your truth. Tea is what is the tea? Like, what is your truth? What's going on with you? Here's the nice and confusing tea. Girl, what is the tea? What is it? Welcome back to Tea Time. I know it's been a minute, but I am here. Uh, a lot has changed since my last episode. Uh, I think it was like my first week starting my new job with um, Rozzy was my guest. We talked VMAs and Met Gala and Fashion Week. And uh, I very quickly got into the, I guess, schedule of my new role and found the balance a little difficult keeping the show alive, but I do not want to stop. I'll be back here as much as I can. Um, today's episode I found really important to create. Um, of course, the Astro World Festival has been making headlines. It's, it's, it's a messed up time we live in right now. Um, now the, since we recorded this episode, nine people now have died from the Astro World concert. One of my friends was actually there and I wanted to talk to her about her experience and and share it with you guys. So without further ado, here she is. Ariel, welcome to the show. Hi, what's I'm, up? I'm so excited to have you on. When these headlines came out with everything going on with Astro World Festival, I was like, oh my God. When I tell you I ran to your social so fucking fast, I was just Dude. like, okay. Um, I, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, I literally woke up to like, 15 texts like instagram dms like are you alive are you okay and i was like what is going on because i didn't know like i had no idea that like things were this catastrophic but i don't know it was wild and i want to like we'll get into all that but i want to kind of start from like the beginning so tell me about like when you first even heard about the festival because okay just so everyone knows ariel lives in jersey and flew to yes with her boyfriend for this so like tell me about when you first heard about the festival and when you decide yeah we're, we're booking a flight and we're going to this yeah I so Mike surprised me with the tickets in May I think yeah the tickets came out in May he got them somehow because they man- they literally sold out in like 15 minutes yeah like 10 to 15 minutes like a lot of tickets and if you guys remember like anyone that follows Travis Scott on social media when they sold out so fast, he tweeted, which this is, I don't agree with this. Um, he tweeted like the real ragers will still get in. Like mm. that was like, that was like, I feel like where this all like goes wrong. Mm. Like that is a, hu- I feel like that's a huge part of the story. Like yeah. he's like encouraging all these people to bust in like, which they did. Right. But yeah. So we got them in May, chilled out. We honestly didn't book our flight till last Monday. We left on Thursday. And kind of just planned the whole thing. And it was really, it was cool yeah. while it lasted. Well, cool while it lasted, right. So like when I read this headline, a couple of things came to mind right off the top. First, I was thinking back when we went to Astro World with Tony back in 2018. And I- 2018, yeah. I remember, like I just saw her last night and I said this, I'm like, do you remember me, you and Ariel looked at each other during the concert, like during the show. And we just were like, I've never been at a concert with this energy. Like this. I know. It's insane. It, it was great and it was fun because it was a safe time. But And we were in seats. We were in seats. That's a big difference. I was going to say, so we were at the Wells Fargo Center, which I just looked up last night, holds just under 20,000 people, right? So just to put in perspective, mm-hmm. 
And again, we were in seats. I remember looking at the floor. So just to paint the picture for whoever doesn't know how his Astro World Tour went a couple years ago, he had a stage on either end um, of the mm -hmm. arena and like he would do some songs on one side then disappears and shows up on the other stage. And I just remember seeing the floor like moving like crazy. Mm -hmm. Nothing was safe, but like, I remember vividly thinking that and that came to mind and just thinking that this festival was that times a million because it was 50,000 mm -hmm. people all outside, all on the floor. Um, and then I- It was probably more than 50,000, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Because you have to account for the tickets sold and then the hundreds of people that broke in, Yeah, which is wild. True, so it's even more than that. And then mm -hmm. the other thing that came to mind was freshman year of college, I went to an ASAP Rocky concert. I don't know if I ever told you this. And like, I- I don't think so. Mission. It was all floor, all floor seats. And so it was like first come first serve, got there like before the sun even came up. So we were the first in line, whatever. Oh my God. Um, and so I was literally at the front, like against the barricade. It was the stage. And then like that little area where the security guard's standing and then the bar barricade in me. And yeah. I remember the, like, I'm just getting pushed around. I was like, whatever, 18 years old, I'm like five, two, a little, whatever. And I'm getting oh my pushed, God. pushed. The second the MC says, give it up for ASAP Rocky. It just went nuts. And I blacked out like lights out. I passed out. I've never in my life. No I've way. Yeah. I hit the ground, literally hit the ground, blacked out. Oh my and, God. Um, thank God everyone around me was nice and picked me up immediately, lifted me over to the security guard. They sat me down in a chair. I got a glass of water and was perfectly fine after that. Yeah. And they just left me there the rest of the show. So I had an even better seat, which was awesome. That's amazing. But I was like, um, all good to go. And I just thought to myself, oh my God, like that's the exact thing that's been happening to these people, but they didn't have like- It was too crowded. No one cared. Nobody cared. Like, like just a massively larger scale, I'm sure. Um, mm -hmm. So, so it's that's wild. freaked me out. Um, but I remember watching your stories that night and mm -hmm. I see champagne poppy. I'm like, tell me about your experience because you didn't know that any of this happened, right? No. And like, I feel like insensitive saying I had fun because people literally lost their lives, which is so terrible. And like, that should literally never happen. You're going to a concert to enjoy yourself yeah. and have a great time with the people you're with or by yourself or whatever your situation is. Mm -hmm. And that is so terrible. So like, I feel bad saying that like I had a good experience. Like, right. but like I did. Right. Cause I didn't, like I said, I didn't know that like the severity of the situation until the next morning or like in the middle, whatever, whenever I woke up to like all those messages, yeah. but I, I had a good time. Like uh, it was a lot of people, obviously like floating out. There were literally people, me and Mike went to the mountain, like the mountain, the stage that he performed on mm -hmm. just like walking around, just kind of like get a feel for like what everything, like where everything was and everything. Yeah. So we're over there and it was like a little after 2 PM. His set was due to start at 8 45. Mm -hmm. It was after 2 PM. And there were already people camping out at his set six hours prior and weren't planning on moving like they were there so they could be like in the front I was like going around I was like are you staying here are you staying here and they were all like mm -hmm. oh and we were like oh my god like you're not going to a bathroom in all this time like I mean I'm sure they did like and like some of their friends would hold their spot but like that means they didn't see any other performers there was Roddy Rich that day there was SZA that day there was um, Don Tolliver, who, like, I wanted to see 100%. I saw Don Tolliver, which was cool. Yeah. Um, but they basically missed every performer to stay at his set and be ready for 8.45 when he came on. It was madness, like everyone was saying, but where I was in particular wasn't super 
it wasn't like a threat to my well-being. There was definitely way too many people. And there was one point where I'm standing and it was getting closer to his set. And I realized I was like, damn, I'm fucking parched right now. Like dehydrated, so dehydrated. I was like, I need to like go out there and get water. So I'm like looking to my left. I look behind me and there's just way too many people. I was like, there is absolutely no way out of here. So that's where like, I start thinking that's terrifying to the people that were in danger, realizing there's no way out. Cause I was just standing there, wanted to leave to get a drink. And there was literally no way out. I was like, and if I do make it out, there's no shot that I'll make it back to find Mike. Yeah. And like our phones are dying. We'll both get lost. I won't find him to the end. It would just be a nightmare. The fact but, that you had like not really like no access to water at an event like that, like that's alarming. They need to find a way to figure that out. And then, so where were you in relation to like the stage? Cause I know a lot of people that had the, like that were hurt and were injured. They were in the uh, like VIP, like in the front. Um, were you, it looked like your videos were also really close. Were you just like, on the- I was pretty close. So when we visited the stage around two and the people were out there waiting for six hours for his set, we went about our business and like enjoyed the rest of the festival, but we came back to wait for him around like five. So I waited for three hours in front of his set. I literally fell asleep on the ground. Like <laughs> I was like, we, I, was, I fell asleep on Mike on the ground, people like surrounding me, not a whole bunch of people, but a decent amount of people. Cause we wanted to secure the spot we were at. And we were up against the fence, which like we felt kind of safer. There was a metal like barricade in front of us, which uh-huh. I literally, holding on to for the majority of the show for balance yeah like was holding on to me so we were close because we wanted to secure those spots there was a section in front of us like the front front we were like the next front if that makes sense okay the section in front of us we could have been in there because at five ish when we started waiting that was open but we were like I I don't feel safe being up there so we stayed where we were behind the next barricade that's crazy. Which is wild. I'm glad you mm-hmm. had the experience. Like I get what you're saying, we feel insensitive, but like, thank God that you didn't have like the traumatic. I mean, first of all, thank oh God. Oh my God. But even just being know. that is safe and like saw all that, like I'm just mm-hmm. gonna have that in your head now. Um. So when you saw the headline the next morning, you saw all these messages. Like, what was like the first thing that just like came to your head? Well, one of the first messages I read was somebody from someone that I work with. And he was like, yo, are you and Mike okay? And I was like, yeah, we're good. And then he was like, something, 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 something about it's canceled. And I was like, excuse? I was like, canceled? <laughs> it's like, I, I just flew here all the way from New Jersey. What do you mean it's canceled? Like, yeah. And then I get on Instagram and I see how eight people had passed away. And I was like, no way. Like, like I said, it was like, see anyone who's seen videos, it was like a sea of people. So like, you could really only see anything in your immediate area. I couldn't even see like an ambulance coming into the crowd on the other side. That was on the opposite side. Everything was just so close and there were way too many people. I couldn't see any of that. I didn't see anyone getting trampled. I didn't see anyone like actually passed out. It's insane mm-hmm. that like, depending on your section, it must've just been like a domino effect, I guess. Like if wherever that was happening, you start seeing everyone start, you know, charging forward. It must've just been like, okay, everyone just started doing it and doing it and doing yeah. it. Um, and that's, uh, that's insane to me how different it was in each section. Um, I know. Like where you were, did it feel like there was a lack of security there? Like, I mean, there's obviously a, a ton of people, like, I don't even know how, how they could have there, is enough. 
a security. Yeah. It wasn't even just like where I was. It was the festival in general. I believe like not even just a lack of security, but like their protocols, Mm -hmm. everything was very like lax. Okay. They had, so even before I got in, I was asking, I was like, how big can my bag be? I knew I couldn't bring like a big bag. So I had like this little satchel and my boyfriend was like, you can't bring backpacks. And I was like, yeah, like that's usually how it is at festivals like this, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then we get there and I see all these people in water packs. Like, you know, those like hikers use yeah. and they're like basically backpacks, but there's water inside of it. I see so many people with that. And I'm like, okay, that's technically a backpack. And then people had clear backpacks and I'm like, so there's no clear line of like what you can have in here. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it needs to be either absolutely no backpacks or backpacks. And why are we letting people have water packs anyway? So like, yeah. that was like weird to me. I was like, there's no like clear lines of like what's allowed and what's not, whatever. So we get up to security and all these people are like rushing, trying to just sneak past security. That was weird to me. I was like, that's unsettling. Yeah. Um, we go through like the metal detector. The bags don't even go through the metal detectors. They get oh off to the side and they don't go through the metal detectors. My little like satchel thing got searched on the side, which is fine if it was like a thorough search but it was legitimately she took my bag two seconds on I was like oh no that was another the headline with the syringe or whatever how people were like exactly exactly with some drug Uh, that could have easily gotten in there like I'm not shocked that somebody got in there with that because the security check was a joke it was a joke wow wow yeah that could have been anything then like when people like it said eight people died like did someone get stabbed? Like it's, it could have been that. So yeah. someone could have gotten in anything. It sounds like with the help. My mom, when she called me the next morning, she was like halfway in tears. She thought there was a shooting. God forbid that even happened. Thank God that wasn't the case, but like, that's what she thought. Yeah. And I was like, it honestly wouldn't have been that hard to get a weapon of that degree, like into the festival. Wow. But that's messed up. It was that's and like, I'm sure they were overwhelmed with the amount of people, but like staffed properly. There's, there's a way to prepare for that in advance. So like, I'm, mm-hmm. this, what you're saying is making me think to a couple years ago, Ariana Grande concert at the garden, um, post her Manchester festival thing. Right. So after that, they had a rule, like a clear rule, no bags, unless they were clear and they were selling like $8 sweetener bags whatever so I bought one so I got my wallet whatever I wanted but you were not it was very clear like you were not allowed in unless that was it it sounds like they could have just done something more to like um, Mm -hmm. and the rule they were just all over the place of the rules like imagine somebody walked in with like a water pack and they didn't even bother I didn't I don't know if they checked the water packs to make sure they were actually just water I can't say that I can't say that they did or didn't because I didn't have one and I didn't pay attention to anyone who had one going through Right. But imagine they're just like, oh, they have a water pack. Go on through. Like, you could put anything in those. I have one. Like, you, you can could literally put anything in those. But wow, wow, that's insane. So it sounds like, yeah. I feel like, was just like the big, huge problem, major, major huge issue. problem. Um, for sure. So we were talking about like all these lawsuits, of course, are unfolding now. Travis is being mm-hmm. himself is being sued in at least 45 lawsuits so far. I'm sure many more to come. Live Nation's being sued as well. Do you think oh my God. that Travis Scott is responsible for this? Oh my God, don't get me started on this. Like, it's not, I'm not saying he's completely blameless because he has to be like, like I said earlier, how he tweeted back in May, real ragers will still get in. You shouldn't have said that. That's wrong. Don't say that. You're inciting people to be like, 
we're breaking in. Like he said, it's fine. Like, and there are people who really take that to heart. Like, well, I'm getting in somehow. Like I witnessed it myself. There was like a bunch of people trying to break in. Some were successful, some were unsuccessful. There's videos all over about it. He shouldn't have said that. But other than that, I'm so confused. I'm just like, am I missing something? Why are we blaming him? Because his name is attached. Like he wasn't in the crowd. Why are we not blaming the crazy thousands of people who had no human decency, no self-control and no empathy? You're literally stepping on people. You're all acting like animals over a performer that literally caused people to lose their lives. Why are we blaming him who is on stage performing what he's getting paid to do? who can't see everything he's not like right so that's you, you. I, like I, that's where I get like you're confused I don't get it people are putting complete blame on him because I mean I've seen the videos I've seen the one video where like there's been a person carried out and it looks as if Travis Scott is staring right at him this past mm-hmm. person and we now, don't know what he's looking at though we like we don't know that like it's so um I don't know I think just kids cancel culture just everything like everyone's ready oh my god on the one thing and now let's just go for Travis Scott and I like you said he's definitely has a level of responsibility here like he calls us we're ragers like you know like his his lyrics it's all about like it ain't a ma- mosh pit unless there's injuries like you know he says mm-hmm. this, this is his brand yeah essentially it's but, and it's not new that's the thing it's nothing yeah. new yeah but and it, like you said I don't think it's fair like Live Nation yeah what I read there were security guards that had one day of training for this like, come on. I think there's a lot it's of ridiculous. that should have a lot more. He definitely, I'm not saying is like you said too, he's not like off scot-free with this. I think he definitely yeah, no responsibility. But to say that Travis Scott knew people were dying and kept performing is a heavy allegation. It's a very, very heavy allegation to be like, he was fucking looking at people like dying. He's a demonic. That's another thing. Oh, the, the demonic <laughs> comments. I Conspiracy theory. Not everything needs to be a conspiracy theory. Like people are saying, this was like a planned thing. Like reel it in. I, was, <laughs> I, don't, really, know I don't know about that. But that's what I said yesterday. I was like, nobody can ever just let something be what the fuck it is. Like yeah. nothing can ever just be like this happened. That's what occurred. There always has to be like, well, yeah. I think that like this conspiracy is like no. no like this was a just concert crazy. got out of control, and that's it. Uh, another thing, like of course he has the past. He's pleaded guilty with Lollapalooza in 2015. Another concert in which, like, he should have learned from. He should have learned from things like that to kind of like bring it in a little bit. Yeah. Again, it's his brand. That's literally his brand. His fans are called Ragers. But if you've been in trouble for this before, before definitely like be more mindful going forward. That's another thing. We're like, yeah. I don't know. But also, um, so I definitely think, like, we can agree, he should be responsible to some extent, but I don't think he deserves, I think, the mass amount of, like, attack. No. Um, and so my question to you, too, I saw you share that a video of him actually stopping the show. At he one. did twice. So tell me about that. There was two moments in the show that he actually did. Because there's been a whole thing, a lot of, a lot of outlets are talking about, like, here's a, a concert where this performer actually stopped the show for someone like oh which is so annoying that people are doing that it's like it's, okay it, but that was with the narrative going around that Travis Scott didn't do that but it turns out he mm-hmm. did tell me about yeah like, it was two times that that happened yeah so first like you said I feel like first the narrative was he didn't do anything like he didn't stop to make sure that people were okay and then videos came out where he did in fact shop, stop the show on two separate occasions I was there I know he did mm-hmm. um he's like whoa 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 like let security get through like check on this person check on this person 
but he did. It wasn't a very long stop, but again, like who's to say what he could see and what he couldn't see. But I would assume that what it looks like to him is like people are just moshing and raging as they do at all of his shows. Like I've seen him at, I've seen him with you back in 2018. I've seen him at Made in America two years ago. That was an outside festival. Mm-hmm. Why nothing that crazy? There were no deaths after Made in America, to my to my understanding. Yeah, it was the same thing. I was standing like freely outside, no seats, nothing. The same thing, and people were moshing and everything, but it wasn't to that extent. Uh huh. So like, I don't know. He stopped the show twice. That's all I can say. Yeah, and I think that's an important thing to note. I because I think a lot of people just think he did nothing. And again, I'm not saying like. I think we could both agree he is partially responsible for this, but to say that he didn't do anything is also unfair because I definitely- To put the full blame, like the way people are talking about it is that they're putting the full blame on him. Yeah. But like, how? I'm just not understanding. How did that even make logical sense well, that I mean, people were being trampled and you're going to blame the man on stage a hundred feet above us? Like, Who makes the call there that it should stop? Probably when like, I mean, I don't know what the- how it usually goes like is it the artist call is it security whoever but like don't you think the people who are actually seeing like the security the medics when they when they they know what's going on travis mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think knows exactly what's going on they know what's going on that people are not breathing. yeah i think that is when someone says okay tell travis stop this we stuff. need to the get word to the back to stop that's like, why I think Live Nation should take way more responsibility because they're the ones who knew the facts. We're assuming, mm-hmm. oh, you see that video? Travis Scott knows people are dying, so he should be responsible. I don't think it's fair to like just make that assumption. You we can't just say that. It's a very bold statement to say. Yeah, like, like just it has to stick with the facts when it's something like this. And the fact is, like the employees of Live Nation and security and all that, they knew what was going on and and that's why I think they should be held more responsible at least and they approached his people before the show I'm pretty sure Houston police approached his people with concerns which I think should have been dealt with a little better and maybe looked into a little bit more like what were the concerns we don't know I'm sure like obviously they know we don't know Mm -hmm. what were the concerns and I don't know how can you handle it he's supposed to do at that point he's just he has people for that he doesn't deal with any of that like he doesn't like pay security himself Exactly. Or higher security he didn't do any of that he shows up and performs and that's it exactly and speaking of performing drake also was there he's tied into a, i know at least one lawsuit i don't know if there's more um do yeah you think that he should have to like pay for this as well like do you is that when the crowd got most wild like i'm trying to understand how he's being brought in like into the this. crowd definitely got a little crazier when Drake came out but like again are we gonna punish Drake because of the effect he has on other people That's like because people like are so excited that he comes out like oh they lost their minds when he came out so you're being sued like that doesn't make sense yeah that's what I'm and I think people's argument here is that like the both of them they must have seen something going on like they're jumping all over stage I have a million videos that I haven't even posted because I just feel like I can't you know yeah. I don't want to post videos from the concert like could be like traumatic to some people. I don't know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I totally but there's like a million videos I have and they're just like jumping all over stage. Like right. Their backs are turned half the time. I don't know. Yes, they're looking out into the crowd, but I don't- They're not looking at people. Right. Like if that makes sense, it sounds stupid, but like, you know yeah, what I mean? They're like vibing with each other and they're like doing their thing. Like I, I don't think Drake should be brought into this at all. I do think he no. should to an extent. Yeah, um, to show. He has to be to blame to some extent. 
Yeah. And like, especially with the tweet, like you said, like he definitely instigated a lot of this violence. Drake did not. Drake just came out and is a star, like, and has a star effect that makes people go crazy. Like, of course. And it was a surprise guest, even though you called it. I saw that. I was like, I called <laughs> you called it. He was coming out. But like, just because maybe the crowd got more wild than, like, I don't know if that is when more trampled. What it is. I don't know. It definitely was wild, but he can't really be to blame. He was literally a surprise guest. Yeah. People just want to, they want to go after the people with money and right. be like, mm-hmm. technically, I could get money out of this person. I hate to say it because it sounds horrible, but like the families that were directly affected, I completely understand like why they would want to carry out lawsuits. Right. Then there's like people who I believe like weren't actually injured or like had anything severe happened to them that are probably going to run with this whole lawsuit thing and be like, oh, well, 48 people already um, are carrying out lawsuits against them. I'm going to hop on the bandwagon and see if I can get some money out of this. Like there has to be people like that that are doing that. Oh, absolutely. There has to be. And I'm speaking like completely separate from the families that were affected. They have every right to do whatever they want. Their lives were completely flipped upside down and like, that's horrible. They have every right to do that, but I'm sure there's going to be people that jump on the bandwagon and just are like, opportunists basically yeah trying to profit off other people's loss and like Mm -hmm. a ton of people like you there at that concert that actually had a great experience and had no idea that any of this was even happening and of course Mm -hmm. anyone could say yeah no I was there and I was traumatized and now I need that would be like me if I took out a lawsuit nothing happened to me I had a great time yeah but who can prove Mm -hmm. one of the people that is suing um Travis Scott and Live Nation for injuries he suffered is a nine-year-old boy. And so he's mm. believed to be the youngest victim. Just to give a range of the ages I've read, like 14, teenage years, young 20s. The oldest age I saw was a 27-year-old that did. Um, Me too. Which is just insane because I'm like, I'm literally older than all these people that passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just like is sickening. But then this nine-year-old, he is in critical condition in a coma. He sustained severe damage to his brain, kidney, and liver after being kicked, stepped on, and trampled, and nearly crushed to death. I read that he was- That, like, breaks my heart to even think about, like, like, like what's going through his mind when that's happening to him. Like, that's so terrible. It makes me literally nauseous. And so I, you know, I'm reading a lot of things. I'm reading that he was, you know, where are his parents? He was with his dad. He was on his dad's shoulders. They Okay, so that's the one where he was on the shoulders. The dad fell. Yeah. And he fell. Okay. Yeah. And so by the time that the dad gained consciousness, his, his child was already in the hospital. So it's so it, horrible. But there's a lot of people saying, like, should a nine year old even be at this festival? And so, no. Yeah. Especially uh, not in the crowd. Right. So that's what I, that's what my stance is with this too. There should be going forward with an event like this, like some sort of like 18 and up type of thing or something, like be a, a legal, you know, adult. Um, yeah. If it's, it's, it said all, I think it was advertised as all ages, which like it shouldn't be big. And that's the thing is like, if it were like the concert we went to at the Wells Fargo Center, sure. Like a kid and your dad, I get that. Where you could sit down. Yeah. yeah. But something like this outside, well, how's a nine-year-old even going to see the stage anyway? I don't get, I mean, the shoulder. I could barely see the stage. Right. I literally could barely see the stage at the time. Like, no, you know, the energy there, you're going to be pushed around. That's, that kid's too small to like protect himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think. I don't think kids should be allowed at something like this. I think that was a major error. Um, a huge error. The yeah. only reason I could think of why they allowed kids of that age to be there, obviously they were accompanied by an adult, but there was like the carnival aspect of the festival. Mm-hmm. There were rides, there were like game tickets, like a typical carnival, which I understand, but, and obviously they can't security and police every small step that everyone's taking, but like 
they definitely shouldn't be allowed in the crowd. Right. But at the same time, who are they to say, oh, you're at this festival, but you can't watch the performers. Like you obviously can't say that. Right. So that's where like, they just shouldn't have been allowed in there in the first place. There was like this photo booth and they like decorated this photo booth really, really cool. There are mirrors and like cactuses and all this stuff in there. And me and Mike went in there and to take pictures. So we were waiting for the people in front of us to come out so we could go in. And we look in and there's literally a five, no more than six year old boy in there taking pictures with his little like Travis Scott cacti shoes on. Like he was so cute. Don't get me wrong, but we looked at each other. We were like, why is he here? Yeah. Why is this boy? He was no joke, no older than six years old. And I was like, what why? See, and then I read things like, oh, people are so surprised that kids are at this festival as if Travis Scott doesn't directly market to kids with his Fortnite collab and McDonald's meal and things like that. Like, like this is what I get confused on. Like, that doesn't mean that a kid should be allowed at his festival. Like, I think going forward with this, it should definitely be, again, like, this is not Travis's fault to have kid fans. It's Live Nation. It's the people who threw this thing for allowing this to have kids there. Um, yeah. And, and that that just shouldn't be a thing going forward. Um, Definitely not. If they even let him have it again, which I don't think. I don't, I don't know. Well, so what do you think happens from here? What do you think with Travis's career going forward with this, the loss, forget his career, with these lawsuits, like, what do you think is the best way justice, I guess, can be served for these families and for everyone that was affected? I think that he is going to cover, he already said he's covering, like, I don't even like saying it because it's just so weird he's covering like funeral costs and all that stuff Mm -hmm. um I feel like he'll probably because he knows he's under so much fire right now I feel like he'll even go as far as to help with like medical costs yeah and like the debt that like this could put people like put these families into Mm -hmm. the people that have been hospitalized since the festival the festival was almost tomorrow will be a week right which is so crazy I feel like that just went by so fast yeah um I feel like he'll help with that I don't know I wonder 45 lawsuits like that's gonna take a while to be like over over and if it doesn't grow to more lawsuits you know if it, which it probably will by the end of the day today it could be more when I checked last it was 28 and then you, you saw 45 I'm like it's just growing like by the mm-hmm. yep. um, so I guess we just have to wait and see I think that he can only do what he can do which is just I think it's smart for him to he's pulling from performances right now um, yeah I don't think it's even smart I think he's genuinely mentally distraught I think that like all the assumptions need to stop and we need to focus on the facts and just take mm-hmm. the families that have been affected and I think that the biggest person to pay for this quote-unquote person needs to be like Live Nation and that whole that whole everyone that put together the event needs to help be held responsible for how poorly it was put together I'm whoever so- hired the security detail like the personnel all of that whoever trained these people it's just it was slapped together in that aspect it definitely was everything else like the details of the festival itself mm-hmm. the vendors everything all of that was amazing and like so cool mm-hmm. but like they dropped the ball on the important stuff like security yeah what's disturbing is the people that did here because clearly there was a group there was a there was an, some area where all this stampedes went on and somebody Mm -hmm. could have done something heard I just it sounds really clear that not everybody heard this like not yeah and and with Travis Scott you see the videos he's like up in like on this platform um I don't think it's fair to assume that he would have heard this and you being in the front as well didn't even hear so I think that 
the guards in the area where people were being affected, the medics that were there knowing what was going on, that is who. Yeah, like I'm sure they could hear it. And the girl, the girl who was pleading with the cameraman, people are dying, like do something. He could have easily like informed somebody who could inform somebody else who could inform somebody else. The fact that's another like really disturbing video where she's up there like people are dying, people are dying, and he's like get off and like threatening like push her off or something. And I was like, yeah. sorry, hearing that people are dying and you're like really folk like I understand you're trying to do your job, mm-hmm. you don't want to mess up, get in trouble, but like this girl is up on your fucking platform telling you people are dying and you're telling her to get off. Yeah. Like that's he could have done something. Like I I know I know he's just a camera guy. Like what can he? Yeah. Really- he probably had a talkie. He had something to contact yeah. somebody who could have done something. And mm-hmm. it's a shame that whoever like, come on. hear these cries for help just didn't do enough. Agreed. Do you have any final things you want people to know that weren't there um, from your experience? It just, the whole thing wasn't a hellhole. Mm-hmm. It um, just, yeah, obviously it was hell for those that were directly affected. Mm-hmm. but there was a whole side of the concert that wasn't involved in any of that. It sounds uh, like it was just in cert- certain areas, maybe one really bad area in particular yeah. where things went down and otherwise, you know, the, the narrative that is kind of like put out there and that I'm seeing that's like literally hard to watch on social media is that everybody's screaming for help. And that um, like gives, I can't even imagine even if that wasn't happening to me and that was happening around me I would be very disturbed exactly it's disturbing and it's horrifying and um you know I think what the narrative that's out there is that everybody hurt everybody was screaming and he just chose to not stop and I can tell like from the videos you've taken at the show and just from your experience that you've told me like you didn't hear any of it and so I think um a majority of the crowd was having a good time should I say like I, I think it's already up loud and I was close so it's not like I like was in like my own world like way back I was close and I didn't see any of this to me I would have no clue that there was any sort of fun or peace really at this festival for, mm-hmm. for a bunch of people if I didn't know you and I'm like lucky that I was part of that group I really am I couldn't even imagine like I, I don't want to get into detail, but like, I couldn't imagine like going through what those people went through. I would be scarred and I would probably never go to a concert again. Well, that's like, the, I would literally never go. Yeah. I, I think that it, it definitely is like traumatizing, especially cause it's like, this is our, it's so close to home. Like you were there. I mean, but this is mm-hmm. like me, like this is who I've been to before. This is a, someone I like, this is people my age or younger. Like it's like a fact yeah. people who weren't there so deeply and like scarring. I, I, like I said, I can't even like watch these videos. It's just so insane to me how it can happen to us. But yeah, I think going forward, I'm like, I will never, I think after the ASAP Rocky concert, I learned for myself, I'm never going to be in a, on a floor section like that again. Like that freaked me out. Um, And I don't know if that'll, yeah, going forward, what's going to change with that. I hope at least the change in the ages, like for something. Definitely change the ages. Yeah. I don't ever want to see a nine-year-old in a crowd like that ever. Mm-mm. no i'm anxious to see how this all keeps unfolding because i mean Me too. At the end of day today there'll be even more updates so um i guess just we got to pray for the families and hope that there's some actual changes because prayers can only go so far so yeah thank you so much for coming on and sharing your side of everything i was thank you for having me 
Yeah, no, it was a pleasure. And I hope, I'm glad you had a good time. Uh, I get why you would feel guilty for even like saying that, but like, I'm so glad you did because you don't need to live with the trauma that yeah. like so many people left that concert feeling. If I'm glad I was safe. Like I was obviously upset. Like I said, there was no day two where I was like, I'm really just glad I was safe because it could have been a lot worse for me and right. my boyfriend. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Um, I hope this was an interesting perspective. I know that anyone who has seen any of these videos online, like I have, um, it's, it's really, I mean, we keep using the word disturbing because it's really kind of hard to describe it any other way. I feel very grateful that Ariel did have a good time. I'm glad she did because I just cannot imagine if she had gone through that kind of trauma and I'm just glad she came out safe. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm glad I also got her perspective on what went wrong. Um, it seemed like there was a lot of red flags in regards to security and just the overall lack of um, time and effort putting put into making this a safe event. And I really hope that going forward, things change. And I hope that justice is brought to the families that have been so terribly affected by um, the Astro World Festival. Uh, I don't know when... I'll be back for another episode of Tea Time, hopefully next week. I'll keep you posted and stay sipping that damn tea. I'll see you next time. Bye.